Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Help I Sex With My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, how do you deal with a topless man on the street? William? Mm? How do you deal with a... What were you doing then? But no, Ben Ben was making gestures at me through the glass, so I was just trying to tell him I've put the air conditioning on. The air conditioning we have in the studio has a quiet mode. There's a button on the control, which every time I put the air conditioning into quiet mode, I think, if only this worked for Jordan. Well, then we'd have no podcast. <laughs> and should you judge someone if they ignore a ping? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more Premier Crew, you're more Premier In. Just to let you know, we are sharing a script this week to save the papers. Yes, or... it's the, sadly, not double-sided printing, but I don't. They, no one's actually given me a script. Just sharing a script. So I was reading that off Jordan's script upside down. Saving the trees or Ben's incompetence, however you want to see it. Should we pour a drink? <laughs> Oh, look at him. Oh, don't. Oh, that's a crying? horrible thing. You are the least incompetent... <laughs> Sorry, I meant impotent person. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we have uh, a drink? Oops. Yeah, yeah mind the microphones. Right, be careful with the de bonnet. Yeah, and it's another new bottle. Let's try not to cork this, this one. Week. It's been noted as well that I, when I've been recording this podcast, mm. I go, I've been, it's been said to me, you're a bit squiffy. Like, no. Have you been with William? Yes. <laughs> You've been drinking G&D? Yes. Yeah, my, I'm yet to tell Pump It Up Pete, because I, I always come here straight from a sesh, and um, he's like, so no drinking. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no calories in gin and de bonnet. No, none at all. No. None at all. Yeah. Um, but I'm yet to, yet to tell him about gin and de bonnet. I'm worried about you and Pump It Up Pete. Why? He'll be down the bloody plug hole if you carry on. Well, I don't think so, nor the right we're going. I'm worried about me and Pump It Up Pete because... <laughs> 
I thought we were getting on quite well. Can we get a jingle for Pump It Up Pete, anyone listening? <laughs> Don't you know, Pump It Up, you've got to pump it up. Pete. Don't you know, Pump It Up, Pete. you've got to pump it up. Pete. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you worried about Pump It Up Pete? So, uh, when we started, it's mm. great, sends me my plan doing the Fat Secret app, which I have given up on. But he said that's fine because my diet sort of, I kind of know what I should and shouldn't be eating now. Okay. It's served its purpose. And uh, also I, I kept crying every time I opened the app. So um, I've stopped that. <laughs> you look uh, great, by that, the way. That's so kind of you. And um, the he then said, oh, I'll add you to my gym group, WhatsApp group, because he shares like articles and interesting things. And he does for free, very sweet of him, one online class a week that anyone can join. But you've got to like say like an hour before if you're going to attend. I've never attended any of them. Th- this week... I notice he's removed me from the group. Oh, again? Well, not not again. It's only happened once. Oh, well, no, that was the family WhatsApp group. Just ordered a little update. Still, nobody has noticed. Why are you My removed? uncle even listens to this podcast and presumably has heard. Why are you removed from the Pump It Up Pete group? I don't know. Maybe because I've never attended any of his classes. But he's <laughs> thought, I'm a lost cause. Or maybe it was your passive aggressiveness. No, right, that's the other thing I want to talk to you about. Okay, we okay. Can, wait, we've not even. I'm dying for a drink. Oh, right, we need to toast. Oh, okay, should we toast to pump it up? Pete? Let's toast to pump it up, Pete. To pump it up, Pete. And his WhatsApp group, I'm no longer part of. Mm. To be fair, I had it on mute, so I mean, I don't think oh. it's. I've, I haven't missed out. That's a great drink in this weather. It's the best drink in this weather. Right. So earlier, when you were messaging in our WhatsApp group asking like what time we're starting, and I had to, res- I responded because. I was in a position where I could respond. I have now got a complex because I typed a message and I went, no, is that passive aggressive? Yeah. I don't think I was passive. No, no, that was no. the, the message I sent I didn't think no. was passive aggressive. But you were probably going to send a passive aggressive. But I one. now have a complex where I think I think I might be passive aggressive. You and me both on. You're not passive aggressive. You're just aggressive. I'm not. And what a horrible thing to say. Am I aggressive? You're not aggressive. And you're not passive, are you? What does that mean, passive? What does that mean? I'll show you later. <laughs> Is that to do with... Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Is it? Mm. There's passive... Oh, right. Mm. <laughs> Is it? Look at Ben looking completely confused. So what's top aggressive? Uh, active. Oh! Well, mm. Well, actually, there are variations on that. We've turned into another podcast here all of a sudden. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, because don't they say... <laughs> <laughs> Ben's just said in our ears, what's a power bottom? <laughs> His search history, I think. <laughs> um, don't they say things like, who parks the car in the garage? Isn't there loads of little... In your part of the world, no. they say that. There's lo- what else is there? There's like... Who's the hot dog and who's the butt? I don't know. My favourite way that um, there was a, a lovely teacher at school who um, everyone assumed was gay, but actually was bisexual. Oh, OK. And the way that they once described it is, the cucumber grows out of both sides of the cold frame. <laughs> the teacher said that. <laughs> so a cold frame, for those that don't know, is what cucumbers are grown in. It's sort of because cucumbers need sort of moisture oh. and heat and, oh, okay. and humid conditions. So it's that sort of almost like a mini glass house that you would um, grow them in. So that's my. Uh, there you go. Sorry. Where? What's the mm. etiquette on asking? What? Couples that same sex couples that. 
What, who's the top and who's the bottom? It's none of your business. Yeah. No, you can't ask Have you ever been that. asked it before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I said, Ben, it's not appropriate. Don't ask. <laughs> Easy joke. Um, yeah, oh, people have asked. Yeah, it's really inappropriate. I like to keep up the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guessing. <laughs> let me tell you. That I know. Just Williams never said it in so many words, but the uh, yeah. What? <laughs> if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch with your problem. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter paper the address is on the website sexofmyboss.com I think we need to start the episode mm. by talking about our producer yeah he wasn't going to be here this week who this week was serving the nation he was doing his duty to the country or he thought he was going to be doing that Ben got uh, selected and it's it is purely a random selection based on no merit whatsoever. Ben was selected to do jury service. Yeah, and that's when you obviously sit on a jury and uh, adjudicate or give your opinion on a court case. So off Ben trots on Monday morning to Ah, Your Honour, <laughs> guilty. Go on. He goes to uh, goes to jury service, and on what day was it? Day two. By day two, nothing. I mean, legal system, nothing can actually happen by day two. Uh, they decided that they didn't need him. They didn't want him. Because, and I said this in the WhatsApp group, I was like, Ben, do not look them in the eye because as soon as they see you, you'll be a target for blackmail, all sorts. They'll be like, right, mm. you know, we've, we've got someone here. There's a, there's a lad in the front row. Yeah, we'll be able to make him turn. Then he'll know what a power bottom is. <laughs> anyway, enough about Ben. It's not a podcast about him. It's a podcast about us. How's your week been? Yeah, I've had a busy one this week. Been up and down, travelling. Nice, lovely. For a project at work. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. That wonderful mural, do we call it? Uh-huh. On the front at Blackpool. Yeah. How was that created, please? It was created... It's been washed off now, but I'm not well, sure. Yeah. It was done with, like, sand paint, I think. Sand paint, OK. I think so. Wendy rung me up nearly in tears. Oh, bless her. All those years we went to Blackpool as a kid and you've got your face on front. said, mind you, your dad had a face on front a few times. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I bet. So, yeah. So that's this? nice. Mm. That, that, I, I thought it was very artistic and it, had, it was a very good likeness of you. And oh. I thought... Gosh, and were people allowed to sort of go, can you, like, walk yeah. across it or what? what we was, was up at the top of the tower and as I was looking down, there's a woman sat on my face. Yeah, well, that's maybe not the first time that's happened in Blackpool. <laughs> no, I can tell you that is the first time that's happened <laughs> yeah. in Blackpool. I can tell you. Um, yeah, so there's that. Uh, that's oh, quite I, an honour. I bought a bum bag. 
Because I'm... A, right. Now, hang on. Do we need an intervention? First it was Crocs a couple of weeks ago, and now it's a bum bag. I've decided, with me keep losing everything, I, I've lost the pass to get into this studio. I, it was stupid. I was getting my ticket at the train station, I pulled out my wallet, and I pulled out the pass, and I went, oh, we get rid of that, it's a hotel door key. And it's the pass to our studio. It's the pass, to, and Ben just went, you know they're £15 per pass. Is that how much to charge it? Robin gets. <laughs> so, um, I've lost that, so I've decided, because I'm going away... Um, I'm going to take a bum bag. I'm going to keep everything in there. A bum bag. I've actually got it with me. Oh, show us your bum mm, bag. I bought it today. It's quite cool. Okay, it? well, it's black. I mean, it could be worse. It's sort of. It's like you and your brother in that picture on the website. Yes, but. What, what, is what that? brand is? Can I see? Can I see? Ben just says it's a very me brand. Oh, I can't even pronounce it. It's Scandi. Fjallhaven. No, I could do it like right because. Um, now, I could wear it. Let me show you. Um, oh, does that come off? I could Have you wear... only just bought it? Yeah, I've just bought Can it. I, let me look at the tag. <gasps> Quite deep. Oh, you that. bought it? Yeah. In it? For, for a bum bag? For what is basically polyester. I know. How do I get it on round my waist? I was thinking I could wear it round my waist like that. You need that. to lose a bit more weight. Yeah. Or put it on my shoulder because I'm a Radio 1 DJ and that's how the cool kids do it. I don't think that's how the cool kids do it. That is how the cool kids do it. You go to any festival, just see a load of lads in bucket hats, right? They've got, like, shirts undone. Yeah. short sleeve shirts and bum bag round them. Right. That'd make look cool, wouldn't it? I think it's going to take a little bit more than a bum bag round your shoulder, to be perfectly honest. And how many... Can, let's talk Let's talk about the practicality of that. How, how many sort of compartments does it have? It's got a main compartment and a little compartment. I think it's got one at the back as well. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, you've got it all in that. Yeah. So, hi, I'm Jordan. I have a bum bag and Crocs. How's your week been? Well, it's fine. I mean, I haven't given up on life like you have, so, I mean, it's it's OK. It's been all right. I think there's a mouse on the terrace. Oh, no. Mm. Mouse but or I'm a- rat? Well, I hope it's a mouse. Why do you think there's a mouse on the terrace? So, I, went, I was going to feed the tomatoes, uh, and I went to go and get the tomato feed out of the... Um, box little I've got a nice little box and I lifted the lid up and sometimes I don't close that lid properly and I think that's where I've gone wrong here that could have been a bird wait wait for it I have got because I'm such an avid gardener now my hyacinth bulbs from earlier on in the year when we had hyacinth season because as any idiot knows now hyacinths won't grow this time of year uh, I let the I let them die. I took the bulbs out, put them in a polythene bag, and I'll plant them again towards the end of this year, so they'll come back up next year. We'll have hyacinths again. Gorgeous, lovely, beautiful smell. And the polythene bag has got a hole of about that big that's clearly been nibbled. Right. And I think what's happened is a mouse has come onto the terrace, gone up the box, gone in through the gap at the top of the box, which was my own fault, nibbled the bag thinking it's food, quite clearly realised they're hyacinth bulbs, they're not food, and then scurried away. How does that make you feel? Old William would have been putting the house on the market. Mm. New William, it's it's annoying. I'd rather the mouse stayed away. Mm. And I'm going to go and get some peppermint from the garden centre tomorrow to Why? put that around. Because apparently mice don't like peppermint. They love peanut butter. Yeah, well, I'm not putting peanut butter on my terrace. And it's it it's it was told it's a bit of a myth that they don't like cheese, but apparently they'll eat anything. Yeah, they will just eat anything, including polythene bags from Lakeland. Mm. So that's uh, we're we're poised as long as we don't have. I did empty everything out from the box. There are no mouse droppings, so it's fine. I don't think it's been living in the box. Um, so I think it has gone. 
Um, but we're on red alert. Quite cute, though, a little mouse. No. Nibbling away. Absolutely not. On your bulbs? No. No? So uh, that's that's been high drama. And what else is going on? Well, Mike, Mike is spending a, a fair bit of time at home at the moment because he's sort of working from home quite a lot, obviously. And um, driving your crackers. Can you do building from home? Just home renovation. Oh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. We've had we've had a whole extension put on. Have you? No. Oh. Uh, it's just room for the mouse. The um, so what what happened is Mikey will sit there chatting to friends on text or WhatsApp, and has sometimes left his sound oh, notification on. Sorry. So I will be in the study and I'll get bing, bing, bing. Do you know what? You've just reminded bang. me. It's like you're, you, you've got the phone in your hand. You don't need the sound notification on. No. You've just reminded me. Yes. I always have mine on silent, but then I miss calls. But someone told me, because it is annoying, you can take the notification off the bing because it is annoying, isn't it? What do you mean the notification? Sound, note, none. There, so you can take the notification off. Gosh. There you go. That's better, isn't it? That, it, that is better. I, I mean, I very rarely have my phone on loud. That, I know the noise exactly. I'll show you. It's this one. Yeah. I th- it is so bloody, and it's the most annoying. This will get us an award. Sound. Yep. Oh, that's uh, a nice one. Oh. Jordan, we don't need to go through ringtones. We are not struggling for content that much. Jordan, I'm going to kick you in the bum bag if you don't put that down. That's called popcorn. We've got two more to go on with, and this is called pulse. Oh, that's quite nice. It's like saying you play on the radio. That does sound like the intro to a track, actually, doesn't it? That's the new one from Dua Lipa. <laughs> I could do your job. <laughs> mm. I could do yours. You really could. I really could. You really could. I really could. Hello. <laughs> what? Welcome to my etiquette class. So just to know, when you drink tea, you don't stir it. You do back and forth with your f- spoon. Don't fart in front of people. Don't put your pinky out when you're drinking tea. And remember to respect the royal family. Piece of piss. <laughs> There's nothing to it. Exactly. I could do your job. All I just need to do is talk for 15 seconds at a time. Let's talk for more than that. I'm not on capital. <laughs> what is the etiquette then of texting? I think you should have your phone on silent. I think if you're holding it in your hand... And you're using it absolutely on silent. Mm. Doesn't even need to vibrate, to be perfectly honest, because even the vibration noise is annoying. Unless, of course, you're at home on your own and there is no one around. Not you do what you like. Yeah. But when you're living with others, whether you're in a relationship with them, you're um, living with them, whatever. Absolutely. Even if you had tradesmen in the house doing work and they're getting on with their thing, have the phone on silent. Okay. I think I Unless, of course, you've gone off into another room, you you don't have a smartwatch where the or a sort of you know exercise thing where the phone's linked to, so it'll buzz on your wrist if it starts ringing. Then you could put it on loud if you're going into another room. That is okay. Okay. But always consider others. I've cool. said it before. I'll say it again. Now, of course, you've been away a lot for your other work. Yeah. Your lesser known job. Mm-hmm. What you you had some sort of luck in the hotel for the first time ever. I was upgraded in a hotel room. 
So, gosh, I don't want to. Like, I'm worried that I sound like a bit. Upset. Did you ask for it? No. Okay, so t- tell me what happened. So I got there in Blackpool, and she gave me the key card, and she went, "We've upgraded you." I went, "Sorry." She went, "We've upgraded you." She went, "I loved you in the castle." I went, "Oh, thank you. You didn't. You didn't have to do that." She went, oh, no, it's, "Honestly, it's not like so I got upgraded." Mm. Lovely room, bottle of wine in there. I mean, do we know how much of an upgrade this was? Was it one room category, or was it several? It was. Oh, it was the best, one of the best rooms, right. I think. Then I got to Chester, and she said, they "Give the," and she handed me the key card. And she went, "I'm Mr. North, you're in the executive suite." I thought, "Oh, hang on, hang on here." I was like, I "Could get used to this," and she like looked at me, and I was like, "Thank you." Is the executive suite what? Where they have all the computers for the business suite? No, it's the executive suite. Right. Mm. Wendy's got a love alt toiletries I've nicked for her. <laughs> I took the lot. I took the pillowcases, everything. No, you can't take I the pillowcases. I did pillow take case. the pillowcases. No. She loves the... Um, you didn't put the toiletries in a pillowcase? No, no, no. I've, put, I've got like a bag full of everything. Is that why you've got a bum bag? No, not for that. Towards the end of the week, we were going to Burnley on the tour and we ended up staying in Blackburn. It was all last minute. Oh, that's yeah. a bit of an insult. So I get to Blackburn. Yes. Right. And I swear to you, they put me in the darkest, <laughs> dampest, <laughs> smelliest, dingiest room. And my producer going, oh, don't be daft. We're all last minute because it was like on the road, so we had to do it. She went, don't be daft. You're just imagining it. And I was like, no, I tell you. They've put me in the shittest hotel. It stunk and everything. And then as she was saying that, I was in the restaurant. And some woman walked past and went, what are you doing round here? <laughs> so from getting two upgrades to being put in the worst room in Blackburn, it's I think like it brought keeps my, you grounded. It keeps me very, very grounded. There were no air con. Like, I had no fan of anything. Mm. I had just to cool down, I got out of the shower, got a cold shower. And then I put, like, the hairdryer on the cold bit just to cool me down. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. How how would you get a free upgrade in a hotel? Because I would I'd never I would never ask. Well, I always no, I wouldn't really ask. I mean, we have a friend Chelsea who sometimes will advocate putting when you book it, yeah. putting special occasion because as Chelsea always says, I love this. You're checking into a hotel. Of course, it's a special occasion. I agree. Yeah. So you could you could do that if you want to. Obviously, if you are checking in because it's like an actual special occasion, put it if it's your wedding, if it's your. Uh, anniversary, if it's your whatever, then of course say it. But I just think just being nice to them. However, I, years ago, about five years ago, I went to Saudi Arabia for work when I did some training for a, an organisation over there. And it was only a two-night stay. And I checked in quite late at night in the hotel, very nice hotel, um, that subsequently got turned into a prison. But that's... <laughs> They imprisoned all the millionaires in it. But anyway, you can it was quite a big news story. Anyway... Um, like, oh, huh? It's like a relationship with me, Ben says, <laughs> little bitch. Anyway, so I turn up and uh, he goes, oh, Mr. You know, doing the check-in, he takes my passport. He goes, um, we've put you in a twin room, if that's all right, meaning two beds. And I was on my own. And I said, oh, um, OK. And he went, oh, is, is there anything the matter? And I said, I just find it a bit weird when you're on your own to have two beds in the room mm. because it just makes me feel a bit uneasy. Yeah, I get that. And he said, oh, OK, let me see what I can do. He goes, okay, we've up, we've put you in, we've upgraded you. We've put you in a different room. Hands me the key card. He goes, it's room two o five. I go up to room two o five or whatever it was. I kid you not, and we'll put the video that I did at the tour on our IGTV on Instagram. He upgraded me to the presidential suite. This was a fourteen room suite. 
So, and I think he was doing that slightly passive aggressively because I found the concept of one extra bed in a room a bit weird. This and this was eleven o'clock at night in a country, you know, that isn't. Fourteen bedrooms. Not fourteen bedrooms. Fourteen rooms. I, there was a majlis. There was a dining room that seated thirty. There was staff kitchens. There was a study. There were oh three or four bedrooms God, in a hotel. It was huge. It then transpires that a month later, uh, two months later, that's the suite that they put Trump in when Trump went on a state visit to Saudi Arabia. Really? And I had. I mean, it was. I mean, you shared the same bed as Donald Trump. He shared the same bed as me because I was in it first. Ah. Yes. Okay. Unless they put a new bed in, which is probably what they would do. For what the snacks did they have by kettle? I didn't look because I was freaked out. It was a dark... You'll see on the video, it's freaky. I'm opening doors going, I don't know what's in here. And it's this entire dining table of 20 or 30, however many it's in. It's all gold and all nascent and over the top. Have you heard about... the? Put me off this. I heard this recently. Mm. Don't ever make tea in the kettles. No. Why? 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 Well, boil the kettle, put water in, boil the kettle first, just on empty, throw the water away, and then it should be okay. Or, my top tip, travel with little um, denture tablets. Oh. And pop that in the kettle or anywhere you go. You don't need to boil the kettle with a denture tablet in, but that'll sort of disinfect it all. So you've heard as well that lads pissing them. Well, not in the hotels that I go to, but maybe in the sort of hotels. I've not heard. Like, have you not? This that's is... taken a turn. That's not where I thought oh, you were I going. Oh, I thought you knew. This is... So if you, you know, when, like, lads are on a stag do, I'd never do it. And if I don't seen... stay in stag do sort of hotels. If I seen any of my mates do it, I'd whack them around Edwick Kettle. Right, but apparently there's a thing where lots of people have admitted to pissing in kettles. They think Why? It's funny. They think it's funny. So they pee in kettles, and I can imagine some... If I, if Some any stupid lads be peeing in a kettle thinking it's funny for next users, I'd never do it, but it's put me off. And, and apparently the glasses that you get, they just mm. clean them out with a towel. Yes. Everything's like cleaned with so a So you towel. boil your kettle yeah. on the second go and pour water yeah. over all the cups, all the glasses. I'd rather not. I'd, sterilise them. I, and I'm not like this, but when I found that out, the glasses now... I just take him down and get glasses from the bar. Mm. Did I ever tell you about, you know, when I, my, we've talked about my night terrors about mice before. I was once staying in a very nice hotel in London with my family because we, we were going on a holiday the day after. And we were staying, we had an early start from London. And for some bizarre reason, James and I were in separate rooms. We normally always share in twins. But for whatever reason, we were in separate rooms and I had a night terror, and it was the summer, so I was sleeping in just my shorts, pyjama shorts. And I had a night terror that there was a mouse, ran out of the room, no key. And I'm you now in. You dream co- about mice a lot, didn't mm. you? Go on. I'm now in the corridor, half naked, with no room key at 3 a.m. in the morning. So I went to James's room on a completely different floor. He wakes up, and I'm like, give me a toweling robe, give me a toweling robe. So I could go down to reception and go, hello. I've had a night terror. Can I have another room key <laughs> to let me into my room, please? Uh, I've never stayed in that hotel ever again because I've, I've feel more, I was just mortified. What? Because you were in your shorts? Half naked. I've been to bar in my pyjama shorts before. But that's why you and I are different. We have different levels of sort of mortification. Especially on holiday. I just go down in my swimming trunks. <laughs> but yeah, but get, this, is London, this is a London... Hola, some ice, please. This was a Chelsea hotel. It's not I, a resort hotel. You were embarrassed because, and you went down in a robe. 
Yes, and even that was pretty embarrassing. Right then, I think it's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat with our Jordan. And if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. <laughs> Go on, I'm going to pour another gin and a bonnet whilst you... Uh... Go on, I love one as well. Knock, knock. Who's there? Two. To who? And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thank you, Divas. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Sent in by Laura. Knock, knock. Who's there? To. To who? It's to whom. <laughs> that was good. Well, it probably depends on the rest of the sentence. That but yes, good. let's not... Let's not uh... Cecilie sent this. Can I read her name? Are you saying that Cecilia? C-E-C-I-L-Y? Cecily. Cecily? Yes. I knew you understood it correctly. Isn't that off the coast of Italy? <laughs> Sicily. <laughs> Cecily and Sicily. Sicily went to Sicily. That's a tongue twister. Oh, right, this is from Sicily. Let's hope she didn't get syphilis in Sicily. No, in, <laughs> no, in Sicily. Let's hope Sicily didn't give syphilis to anyone The whole in of Sicily, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, we could do that. <laughs> uh, guess what came in the mail today? I don't know. I did. I was out of tissues. Oh. <laughs> Jordan or Cecily. <laughs> don't blame me. That's Cecily that sent that in. Okay. Oh, how wonderful. There we go. Can we go to the listeners' questions, problems and dilemmas, please? William Hansen, etiquette expert. 
This first one comes from Gemma. Dear William, Jordan and PB, I have an old friend who I meet up with every couple of months for a catch-up. As we don't live close to each other anymore, we normally drive and meet each other in a restaurant or pub halfway. Whilst I enjoy our catch-ups, there is one problem. You see, my friend likes to share a little bit too much with me and treats our get-togethers as sex therapy sessions. Now, I'm no prude, but I'm not entirely sure the whole restaurant wants to hear about the time she found her boyfriend's secret stash of sex toys, including a replica silicon vagina, or about the various public places they've done the deed. She has such a loud voice and doesn't stop for breath when the waiter or waitress comes over. I've seen the looks we get from people on the tables next to us, but it doesn't seem to bother her, and I spend the whole time cringing with embarrassment. How do I politely tell her it's not good etiquette to have these conversations in public without offending her? I love the podcast and look forward to hearing your great advice. As always, best wishes, Gemma. Oversharers fascinate me. We all know an oversharer or two. I think you are an undersharer. But I would rather that than an oversharer. Dear. Yeah. See, my... Because you're quite mysterious sometimes. I was just... Con- Do you know what? I'd, but I'd hate for people to think I was sneaky, but a few friends have said to me, you're quite a closed book, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. But I have a couple of friends. One friend that comes into mind, massive oversharer, tells me everything. Like, the stuff about... Yeah. And mm. I'm just like, I can't get my head around it. I would never feel comfortable talking about my sex life, can't even mm. say it, to over, to you, to Ben, to anyone. Mm. So they overshare is fascinate me because I'm like, how are you so... Com-? And they'll literally tell anyone. And I once went for a drink with two mates and we met this other guy that was with mm. us. First time I met him, he told me everything. Oh. So they fascinate me. That, that's so. What's your advice? Because I'm a bit. Well, I think Gemma, you've got. To, if you it, you clearly it makes like me this. uncomfortable as well a bit. Yeah, Gemma clearly. I I would assume wants to still remain friends. Maybe the problem is that you're going to restaurants and invite her over, dinner party, closed environment, no one else can hear, mm. or go for a walk in a park or a loud restaurant. Pick your locations a bit better is probably what I would say if you want a more neutral. Uh, or a, an easier answer rather than telling your friend. Could you could, let's talk about this privately? I I agree, but I'd do it in my own way. I'd be like bit bit TMI that for as that, or I'd, I'd I'd drop a few TMIs. Too much information. I got a TMI, mate. TMI, or I'd say we're in a bloody restaurant. Tell me after. Mm. Mm. Yes, or you could make a joke of it and go, oh, oh not whilst I'm eating. Yeah type of thing. Maybe do that as a, as a start. But I do think, Gemma, you probably need to relocate your meetings with this particular friend. Yeah. Have them over for a, a one-on-one dinner party. Fascinate me over sharers. But then I suppose they are really entertaining and they do like command a table, which is always good on a night out. And let's face it, Many of our and divas are over sharers and that's brought as an entertaining oh, podcast. Yes. Exactly. So we want oversharing in certain regards, yeah. but the, in, a, in, a, in our safe space that is our podcast, but when you're sitting in a restaurant, when there are public people around, do you, when waiters come over and you're having a... If you and I were in a restaurant mm-hmm. and we're chatting about something mm-hmm. sordid or interesting or gossipy. Sordid? You know, yeah, I know. What are you, a news of the world headline? <laughs> and a waiter came over. Do you sort of not stop talking, but do you sort of protract your sentence a little bit until the waiter's gone. It's been like that. So we, you know, she went to 
Yeah, um, I'm gonna skip the starter, but uh, my friend's gonna have one, and the two mates like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very conscious of waiting staff, and I'm oh, just they've not, heard it all. I'm sure exactly, and good waiting staff will, of course, be very discreet. Mm. Okay, let's thank you, Gemma. Question. Next question is from Richard from New Zealand. Hello, William and Jordan. I have a dilemma. I hate, repeat, hate the thumbs up emoji that comes with Facebook Messenger. Mm. Love a thumbs up emoji. No. But now, I'm sorry mm. to turn and think it's a bit rude. You know, when you yeah. send someone a message, they just send you the thumbs up. Someone that's related to this podcast, not him in the glass, sent me the thumbs up emoji the other day. I was like, okay, I'll shut up. So I've changed my tune on the thumbs up emoji because now I just send it to piss people off. Shall I, well, yeah, shall I finish Richard's letter? Yeah, sorry. I think it is a conversation killer and that the person who sent it cannot be bothered with our chat. My parents and girlfriend do it all the time. Is it actually that hard to say great or awesome? Anything apart from this wretched thumbs up. Love the podcast. Kind regards, Richard. See, I like it in... I've always said this, if you're having an argument with someone and you want to really pee them off, just Mm. send them the thumbs up emoji. Don't even reply, just that'll, that'll proper pee them off. But I like it when people send it to me because I'm like, all right, okay, that's the end of the conversation. It's like a full stop on WhatsApp, the thumbs up emoji. Yes, but but what I don't like about the thumbs up is that it's you have decided that it's a full stop. I might still have more to say. Yeah, but this is me saying, shut up. I'm watching telly, placing the sun's on in 10 minutes, that kind of thing. So I... I just love... Yeah. I love with placing the sun. In a world of streaming on-demand television, your life... 3.30 3.30 on a weekday. Four now. Oh, is it four? Oh. Yeah. But I haven't watched it for weeks. I have not watched oh it my for gosh. weeks. I've been so busy. Well, think of all the catching up. Do you, are you going to catch up or are you just going to... Yeah, of course I am, yeah. Can you, can they you were stop in, stroking my leg under the table? They were in my mum and dad's village the other week. Were they? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was at all pubs and stuff. Was it filmed before your parents lived there? No, it was filmed... Recently, was, was like, Wendy oh, trying to get in the background? Pardon? Was Wendy in the background trying to get in? No, she wasn't in the mm. background. Yeah. Hello, I'm Lorraine's Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> she literally tells anyone she passes on the street. Hello, I'm Wendy. You might have recognised me from Lorraine. Turn up on. Oh, have you got an impression of my mum? Well, I felt it was only time. Go on, give yeah. us some else. Are you Jordan? <laughs> I don't know, I need to work on it. <laughs> it's just sort of a northern woman. Hello, Wendy, nice to meet you, darling. I'm Sarah. You might know me from my son, James. He's on BBC I... Radio's Bristol's, darling. I think our parents should do a podcast. Our mothers. Oh, that'd be great. If we're ever suddenly struck down with an illness one Yes, week, they could depth for us. Sarah and Wendy. Oh, my God, let's do that. Let's role play okay, that. Read that. Okay. Uh, I'll be Sarah. So hang on, uh, Wendy. If hang on, presume, would your mother do your bits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is good. This is good. I'll do Sarah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to. No, I can't do it. Makes your jaw hurt. Hello, and welcome to help us sexted my boss. The pod. <laughs> It's just Camp Young Jordan, slightly <laughs> higher. Camp Young Jordan, this, isn't it? But we're not your usual acne ants, are we, Sarah? No, we're not, darlings. <laughs> keep going. You know me, I'm not one to kick the ass no, out of a joke. Okay, right. Uh, what do we say after that? It's there on the script. Well, then you read that. No, we're not. Like, how do you... Oh, right. 
Like, how do you deal with a topless man on the street? You fucking shoot him, darlings. You shoot him for being disrespectful, darlings. Carry on, mind me. Our Graham does that all the time, walks topless down the street. I say, Graham, don't do that. And should you judge someone if they ignore a ping? Absolutely, darling. I don't want to be pinged. Stay away with your COVID, darling. I have a very busy social life. Carry on, Monday. As I always say to Graham, if you like it, you should have put a ping on it. But we're not your usual agony aunts. Are we, Sarah Hansen? What, sir? She's never had a job, has she? She has, thank you very much. She works in Harrods. But we're not your usual agony aunts. Are we William Hansen's mother, Sarah? No, we're not, darlings. I'm more classy and you're just a peasant. No, Sarah, you need to add a joke. I'm speaking the truth, darlings! Your comedy impression of Sarah is getting quite um, aggressive. It's the alcohol. Oh, don't call my mum a peasant. I didn't call your mother a peasant! Well, I'm You not. called your mother my a peasant! My mum isn't a peasant! I'm not, she's not a peasant! Sarah said it, but it wasn't real Sarah. It wasn't my conscience. She's a very classy lady. I know. She's got a lovely kitchen. She's got a new nef. Everyone everyone always says how lovely my mum looks. I know. All the time. Is the kitchen finished yet? Oh, halfway. How slow is the, are they going in it's Spain? It's Spain, isn't it? They take, takes ages. They have a siesta halfway through. Oh, it takes ages to get all done. My dad went, every time bloody ringers she got men round. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if we answered that question. What was it? Uh, Thumbs up emoji. Um, I don't think it's great. I think it's okay in certain aspects of texting. I think it's always better to use words. Okay. Our next question comes from Hannah. Hi, William and Jordan. What is the etiquette when you've had to pre-book and pay in advance for a table at the pub? All people planning to attend have transferred you the money, but then at the last minute someone has to drop out with a very legitimate excuse, unlike some of Jordan's excuses. Thank you, Hannah. I've tried my best to find someone else to fill their spot, but because of how last minute it was, I had no takers. Should I refund their money and ask the others to make up the difference, or leave it as it is? They haven't asked for me to pay them back. I'm loving the new series. Keep up the good work. Hannah. Oh, that's a great question. Well, I've got some... I'm not really a pubby person, but I have got some thoughts on this, but I will let you go first. Um... Part of me is like, if they've not asked for it back, then it's fair enough. If it was me, I would say, hey, sorry, I've had to cancel it last minute. If you don't get anybody else, take the money. But if you do, ping it back to me. If it was a lot of money. Mm. But they're probably not that bothered. That's how I'd do it. I think if you have to cancel last minute, your your fault, you've already paid for it. Mm. You just say to them, have a nice time. Yeah. You know, it's on me. But if they get to fill it, even if it's like a five or a tenner, just I'd say... Do you, I didn't realise you had to pre-book and pay in advance for tables places, at these. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's a whole new world. The world we live in. Is that, is, is that a COVID thing? It was, but now I think just more. A lot of bars and my local, where I live, aren't going back to bar. They're, it's just so much easier. I'll be honest, I prefer this. I, do you know what? I've talked about it. I think I am because, let's face it, after night, someone's up at the bar mm. and she's just said... It's so much easier for the staff because we put three behind the bar, three mm. in front on a busy night. She said all the all the arguments and kickoffs start at the bar when people have had a drink. Yes. And, and they're in close proximity. Yeah, and she says it's just we're gonna do it. She says, You ain't got people and co- have we talked about this? Of course you're gonna 
have work behind the bar, you're going to miss someone that's waiting because you've no idea who's waiting. Mm. You just go, are you next? So no, it's whoever next. catches the and barman's eye. I think eye. that might not be a bad thing about it. Although I do like chatting at bars and stuff. No. Conversations at bars. The few times I've gone to the pub recently with our uh, with neighbour, lovely Tom uh, and Dom and Izzy, who live upstairs, um, it's been very nice because we've sat outside, you scan your QR code, you put in your order, you prepay, and then someone brings it over. Lovely. Mm-hmm. That is nice. If that was pubs, full full stop forever. Yeah. I'd go all the time. I know when I, I go to watch Burnley play again, I reckon that'll just be back at the bar and what have you, because I'd miss it then. I'd miss it then because that's like part of it. But yeah, did we did we give advice? You said. I I would say yeah that, that whoever if you drop out you just sort of have to go with it. If you've prepaid and you've dropped out, unless of course you know something. It, it does depend, I think, on what your excuse is. If you've dropped out because there's been a family death or you're really ill, then I think then you, Hannah, or the person in Hannah's position has to go, let me refund you, or next time we go out, I'll cover you. Then you sort of have to in some way return it. But if they've dropped out because, I know, they can't be asked or something like that, then in which case they have to surrender the money. Fair enough. Remember, if you want to help with something, then you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. You can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter to paper. The address is on the website sexofmyboss.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel, where you can go and look what Jordan looks like, look what I look like, enjoy my skincare routine. We should do a skincare routine video because a lot of people do talk about that. That'd be so funny and loads of people message saying how great you look. So Thank you. Check out our YouTube channel. Very big channel. with the blind community. Um, where can you check out our YouTube channel? On YouTube. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.